When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Wednesday, May 19th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, eating raw roadkill, plus getting paid to let people control your life. A Christian stream whore prays her way to a new Lexus. And how many people does Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy have to kill before we finally put a stop to it? All this today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents The Struggles of a Tranny. I want to go get a new pussy and clitoris in Thailand, but the bastards over there want to charge me between 30 to 50% extra because I have HIV. Now, do I look like I'm getting ready to die? Don't answer that, whore, because I'm not. I'm perfectly healthy, and hell, my immune system is better than most people without HIV. But... The, ba- the assholes over there are charging extra to make a profit, and I'm going to fight the fuckers, even if I have to get a new uh, clitoris and vagina here in the United States. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. I came here for two things, to, to suck some hard candy and suck some dicks. Hot dog and jumbo will not be seen this morning, so that we may bring you the following. I- Black Rife Uncut Dick Now! Alright, hey everybody, Tim Henson back here with you for the Wednesday show. I have got a great one for you today. I ran across uh, a YouTube channel that has infuriated me. No, it's not Darman. It's uh, the YouTube channel of Anna Kate. She is a born-again Christian, which apparently makes her an expert in all things Christ because she has set up this YouTube channel where she uh, does little testimonies and sermons, and that's all well and good if you're into Bible stuff. She's got 83,000 subscribers. Most of her videos get uh, around five to 6,000 views. She's not a huge YouTuber, but what is uh, annoying me is, uh, and I, I mean, this has really nothing to do with her so much as uh, this is a thing that I've noticed a lot of Christian people do. Not all. You know, if you believe in God and you're a religious person, good for you. I don't know what you're doing listening to this program, because here, uh, everything's ungodly. Dork-sided, even, some might say. Slackics? I love that woman. She's not a Christian! The entire house is dork-sided, too! Gargoyles! Slackics! This is tainted. I don't want it. Whatever it is, it's tainted. Everything's ungodly. Dark savage. I give it up to God. I'm a God warrior. And I know well, someone would tainted anything in belief, doing anything with my family. See, those are the type of Christians I like. The loud and the insane. That clip is nearly 20 years old, I think. Can't believe I have to explain who uh, the God warrior is, but uh, she was a part of one of those uh, wife swap shows which is not as hot and sexy as it sounds. The God Warrior here had to move into a family of New Age hippies, and uh, the mother of the New Age hippie family moved in with this very religious family. And the clip we're listening to happened at the very end when religious mom comes home. She has been traumatized by what she saw, which truly wasn't frightening. It was like crystals, a lot of beads, Going outside and thanking Mother Earth under the moon, you know. I'm glad you're home. Get the hell out of my house. In Jesus' name, I pray. My favorite part, which is not really included in this clip, but the kids are trying to calm down their mom. And you're like, the the lady that came to live with us was nice. She was fine. Nothing bad happened. And God Warrior over here was like, her name is Jade. I went to her station. Like... We don't, I don't know what station means. Maybe like an altar. She really tries to make it sound like it's nefarious. I went to her cosmic celestial station where she prays to the devil and does spells. This woman was so distraught. She, You can hear her in the clip. 
uh, like ripping up the envelope, which includes the check for, you know, the, the money she gets for coming on the show. She's like, I don't want any of this. I just want my family and I want my life and I want Jesus. But at the very end of the show, you know, some text appears on the screen. Crazy God warrior mama accepted the check. She cashed the check, basically. Of course she did. You just see her taping up those bits of the check when she realized, oh my God, $5,000? Sorry, I was drunk on Jesus. I, I don't know what I was up to. All right, so back to this uh, YouTube channel of Anna Cat, or Kate or whatever. She used to be an atheist. Now she's a born-again Christian. And in one video titled, The Lord Gave Me a Car, she shows off her brand new used Lexus. <gasps> what? This is my car? Thanking the Lord for the car. She didn't purchase this car. Neither did the Lord. One of her viewers bought her a used Lexus. Longtime listeners of the show, you know my hustle, man. I've been working you over for years trying to get you to sign up. Part with $6.99 to sign up for the sideshow. Working my ass off for that. Meanwhile, this bitch is just being gifted Lexuses. Lexi. She only got one, though. Uh, so yeah, so the question is who? Who bought her this car and why? Well, she's a pretty girl. She's on YouTube. Oh, and bonus, she was a cast member on a season of Survivor. So she's got that like built-in fan base as well. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this is a simp situation. I don't know if he's been following her since her Survivor days or just discovered her on a YouTube channel while looking for jerk-off material, but he became infatuated with her, wanted to talk to her, obviously showering her with gifts or, you know, some great big grand gesture would probably go a long way and finally being able to talk to her, she'll finally notice me. How is this any different, really, than those Twitch bimbos live-streaming from their hot tubs, which apparently is a huge trend right now? You know what? I have more respect for them. They're up front. They'll tell you they want money, donations. You want me to say hi to you? Give me $5. I'll give you a shout out. Donate $20 and I'll stand up in the hot tub and you can see my bikini top. My pert little boobies. I'm not doing a female voice because I'm talking about me. Catch me on Twitch later tonight. I'll be in my hot tub wearing a bikini. It's called supplemental income. The sideshow ain't paying the bills, my friends. I'm two stops away from prostitution. That being said, who would like to partake in the ultimate Tim Henson fantasy boyfriend experience? Bidding will start at $7. Email me, gravydump at distortedview.com. Serious inquiries only. Please, no joking around. I gave you my business email address. Don't abuse it. Hey, everybody. God bless you. I didn't sneeze. Check your ears, dum-dum. On this beautiful Monday evening, God bless you. Um, I wanted to just... That was two God bless yous in a span of 10 seconds. Calm the fuck down. We get it. You love God. Talk about some responses that I got from the car testimony video that was uploaded on Sunday, yesterday. Uh, it's not so much a testimony as it is her just showing off her new car at the dealership. There's a big fucking bow on it which I guess is something Lexus does when you buy a car. But again, this is used. Uh, it was amazing. I'm so glad it blessed you. I'm so glad for those that the ones that, you know, watch the whole video, which yes. is 11 minutes. It's such a Oh, I feel so blessed watching you get a new car. Beautiful, incredible testimony of the father's heart for us. And, um, so I want to say thank you for the love. I got so many emails of people crying and just realizing how much the Lord really, really loves us and how much the Lord. Um... It's not the Lord. It's Kelvin. Kelvin bought you the car. And guys, I know I know what she's what she means here. She means like, you know, you pray to God that you need something and God will find a way to make it happen. And in this case, it was through Kelvin or whatever. But still, it's just a horny guy who watches you. He, wa he wants to know he wants to get to know you better. So we did this this big thing we want. But there's things that we need. He will provide to you. And hey, you know what? If you just need a car. 
you could have saved Kelvin some money by going with uh, Kia Rio or maybe like a Hyundai Accent or something. Not a fucking Lexus. And for you, amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Well, that being said, I would love to get Kelvin on the screen. Yeah, I want to see this guy. Um, who is the one that the Lord put on his heart to give the car? I want to hear his side of the... Wow, she cannot just say thank you to this guy. It's all about, like, God God is the one who did this. I'm thanking God, not Kelvin. I'd like to introduce you all to Kelvin. He helped God getting me the car. We're live, guys. Amen. Hey, Kelvin. Hello. <laughs> I love you. Oh, man. God bless you. I, I mean, we've, we've been talking back and forth, but I want to thank you publicly as well. And we, we're, we're there. We go. I moved. I want to hear how the Lord, what happened? Like your side of the story, like what's up? How, what, what in the world? Like this is such an amazing, amazing gift. And I just I just want to thank you and, and hear what you have to say, what, what the Lord did. Well, uh, as you know, I've been uh, reaching out to you now for about a year. Without success, most of the time. Sometimes you'll respond to my messages with simple yes or no answers. I really want to talk to you, and so I bought you a car. And now I'm on your live stream, so this is working. Yeah. Well, first off, thank you for what you're doing, and I honor you for... I mean, I guess this is like Christian talk, but it's a, it's still a weird thing to say. I honor you! For what you're doing, your live streams on the internet. I don't even know how I found you. It was a YouTube video, and I'm like, who is this girl? And so I started following you. The term follow is so much nicer than stalk. Um, and you started sharing about just simply just some little details of... Yeah, stuff she wants. I'm sorry, needs. You're getting ready to move, and you just uh, don't know where you're going to be yet, and... So she was really fishing for someone to buy her a house. <laughs> she wanted someone to buy her a condo, but she'll take a car. I felt in my spirit. Like when you said that, I just felt like the Lord was like, she doesn't need a car now, but she will when she gets where she's going. This is why I was so depressed today. Like I totally have picked the wrong career. You guys send me pubes in the mail. Those are the type of presents I get. Now, what I'm going to say next is going to sound like a compliment, but I don't want it to, A, go to your head, and B, please understand, from my point of view, this is a bad thing. My listeners don't have weak enough brains, right? They're too smart to fall for this bullshit. The key is to go after the religious people. They'll believe anything. They'll fork over all their cash to you, even if they don't have it. You just have to tell them, like, oh, I've got a vision. The Lord is telling me that you all need to take out second mortgages. Fear not, God will provide whatever you give me. God says he will give back to you times five, right? Some of these televangelists just come right out and they're like, I want to buy a jet. I need I need a new private plane. It's going to cost $5 million. And the collection plate is coming out right now, okay? Fill it up. We need your help. And I ask all of our partners globally to get on board with Project G650. As in Gulfstream G650. We are believing for 200,000 people to give contributions of 300 U.S. dollars or more. See what I mean? Religious people are crazy. 200,000 people to donate $300 each. That's a big ask. And wouldn't you fucking know it? Somehow, Creflo Dollar raised enough money to buy his jet. The board of the church approved the expense. And now Creflo is flying the friendly skies in a private goddamn jet. Like the biggest private jet you can purchase. Meanwhile, you may remember last year, my leased vehicle stalled out in a Burger King drive-thru. Had to get that towed. So I'm doing pretty well, too. Let's switch gears now to a drug addict showing us all how to get high off of whipped cream. Oh, he's going to do some whippets. So for today, I'm going to teach you the basics on whipped cream and how to get high as a kite. Observe, do not shake whipped cream. Open can as I have already done. He's very flowy. He might be a gay. Let's begin the fun and inhale like a cigarette the air. Observe. Hard concept to grasp, okay? Sucking down the gas. 
in the whipped cream. <laughs> Holy shit, man! God damn! You turn red as Mother sucker! The amount of effort people go through to uh, seek out and pay for drugs, it just kind of seems unnecessary when listening to like a guy like this. He's, he's having the best time of his life! And all he, he paid for a two dollar can of whipped cream, <laughs> and that's how you get high off a of whipped cream. <laughs> Cause I'm sexy and I know it. <laughs> well, that's oh. the way you do it now, man. And he's the best. This cameraman right here, the guy behind the camera, he's the sexiest thing in the world because he has a guitar in his fucking pocket. <laughs> yeah, and that's all I can take of him. Moving on, I've got some uh, great video from a TikTok guy. He is uh, an employee of Disney World. Well, he was an employee. He was, I guess, one of the cast members you see at the park. I don't know exactly what he did, but he filmed TikToks around the park. Here's one of them. Guys, you're not going to believe... What I just walked into. I can't listen. I live at Disney, basically. I come here all the time. Listen, I did not know they just leave the doors open like this. Look at this. Dude, fairy tale weddings. You know, you know I'm walking into right now. Yeah, he's walking right into a uh, a building that houses a, a a chapel, I guess, for the for Disney weddings. You can have your wedding at Disney. Wide open. Why? Why would you leave this wide open, Disney? For me, thanks. I appreciate it. Look at this. This is, this is where the Disney weddings take place. Unbelievable. You can't really see it, but in the background, you can see the castle right there. During the day, you can do All right, so that's one TikTok. The other one is uh, him trying water uh, from various locations at Disney. Not just vendors, but also like water fountains. He, he takes a cup and he scoops water out of the water Find fountain. water from everywhere in Disney Springs. So he drinks some of the fountain water and spits it out, rates it one out of ten. So he does that at, at you know four or five different places. That's another TikTok video. And then there's this one. I just got fired by this. <laughs> the the me- sad music he's added. You know, it's just so funny when you're like doing an apology video or you're doing a sad video. It's it just seems less authentic because you know this person has gone back and edited it and added sad music really amping up the emotion try to explain what happened very quickly so i called him for my shift i went to my manager i said hey what am i doing today he said actually i need to go to the office with me so okay well, he's mumbling here but he the, his manager said i need you to come back to the office with me, the with me. so okay didn't think anything of it we go to the office this guy pulls me in a room and he says so jason i hear you have a big following on social media I immediately knew something was wrong. I said, yeah, sort of. He said, well, unfortunately, the Walt Disney Company has emailed me and said they do not appreciate what you've been posting, specifically your last two videos. Is it just me or is he a fucking mush mouth? Yeah, sort of. He said, well, unfortunately, the Walt Disney Company has emailed me and said they do not appreciate what you've been posting. You do not appreciate what you've been posting. Specifically your last two videos. And unfortunately, they said you are no longer allowed backstage. So I'm going to have to let you go. So I said, okay, I gave my ID and that was that. Like, obviously, since I got fired, I wish Disney would just ask me to delete the videos instead of firing me. Yeah, oh, they didn't appreciate your clout chasing, your desperate attempt to gain followers by showing off Disney World and breaking into the Disney World chapel or whatever. I mean, what fucking job would ever allow this? How dumb are you? It's official now. Your favorite cast member, Jeet, has officially been fired from Disney. That's why I'd say that again. Wait, never thought you'd say it again? Does that mean he's been fired twice? It actually gets worse for this poor guy. So, you know, he still probably loves Disney. It sounds like this is some guy who's been obsessed with Disney his whole life, then got a job at Disney so he could be even closer to, you know, to Disney and all of that shit, right? Well, um, now he's been banned from Disney completely. He can't even go there to visit. I just got banned by Disney. I'm gonna try to explain how that same music. 
<laughs> very quickly without yelling or crying. So I'm going to Grand Fern to get food. As soon as I get there, I'm staying in the parking lot. For five minutes, Dizzy Security is circling my car. I'm like, this is sus, but what's the worst that's going to happen? The worst happened. As soon as I get in the car, Orange County Police Department pulls up. He's saying Orange County Police Department showed up. Hi, Jason Jeter. We have a trespass warning for you from Disney. You're no longer allowed on property. Then four customers, two guys in suits, a security guard, and a Disney investigator. I didn't even know those existed. All come up, like, hey, we're here to tell you, like, what's going on. Like, fill out paperwork for you. Thank you. I can. He's crying now. I can kind of figure it out. Then they're like, hey, also, just, just to add insult to injury, it's a lifetime ban. <laughs> I can never go back to I mean, that does seem kind of excessive. I mean, I, we only saw two of his videos, but if the worst he did was drink some of the Disney fountain water, I mean, come on, a lifetime ban. Disney. Ever. And just, just add insult to injury. Well, that, that, that would be the second injury. You're receiving a lot of insults and a lot of injuries here. Disney security then followed me home. Just to make sure I really left. Holy shit, Disney does not fuck around. They had a guy follow him home <laughs> to make sure that he left the property. Now he's crying again. TikTok is awesome. All right, uh, real quick before we get into the news, I want to share with you an episode of Food for Louie. This guy just eats disgusting stuff. How disgusting? Well, he's been at this a while, so he has to continually find new and more disgusting things to eat. We're up to roadkill at this point. Roadkill, like right off the road, he's going to eat this. And I think maybe we featured this guy before because uh, what I'm about to say sounds like something I've uh, I can recall saying, and that is he looks like he would stink. He's got I don't know dreads or something in his hair, and he just has like this look about him that tells me he needs to bathe, or maybe. He's just sick from all the gross stuff he's been eating. Some malnourishment or disease is setting in. I don't know. Hey, welcome to Food for Louis. We're going to continue with the, the roadkill series. Maybe it's just because he's British. British people always look sickly to me. Um, we've been hunting around and we've stumbled across uh, a fox. Oh my God. It's, it's a dead fox. It looks like it's been hit in the head. Before I start, I just want to tell you about this. Not an advertisement. Before we start, I want to tell you all about BetterHelp. This past year has been crazy. You may be feeling anxious or sad. BetterHelp is here to help with someone to listen to and offer guidance or licensed therapists whenever you need them. BetterHelp. Make sure to use promo code CORPSEMEAT for 10% off your first consultation. Man, if this guy can get advertisers, what is distorted views problem i mean really guys really is my content that out there that fucking casper mattress wouldn't want to advertise on dv god bless adamandeve.com for sticking with me for so long they took a chance on dv and thanks to you guys so much for using promo code freak at adamandeve.com for 50 percent off just about any item and free shipping and all those free sexual goodies they throw in I've only got this one sponsor, and I need them. So use that promo code again and again. Thank you. All right. Uh, back to eating a rotting fox. Okay. See, I was helping my teeth go for this one. Oh, my God. There's not a lot of preamble here. He's just he's down on the side of the road. He's grabbed this dead fox who's, like, still furry and everything. And uh, it looks like he's just going to sink his teeth into this. I think some back leg, some fox, fox rump. Oh, he's just chewing. Oh, it smells so bad. <laughs> oh, it's so tough. Oh, he just bit some off. Oh, I might have something. Oh, he's, he's trying to, what is he doing? Oh, he's trying to, he bit some off just so he could get, uh, get it started. He's trying to rip open uh, the fox's innards. That meat. Yeah. Who says we can't eat? Look at that delicious meat. Foxes. Yeah. Who decides which animals? Are right. Yeah. Let's eat some decomposing fox today. Edible. We're the fox destroyer. <laughs> yeah, like cows and pigs and chickens. Is he listing other types of roadkill he wants to eat? All right. There's two parts I really want you to listen to. 
The first is finally when he uh, sort of skins part of the fox's leg. Well, I'm just getting some of the fur off so I can get a good bite on the uh, on the leg here. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a good old bite in here. Okay, he's going in. God, that audio is too crispy. Oh, there's a big piece in his mouth. Check out the chapter artwork. You need to see this or not. Kind of tangy. Do you know what, though? Surprisingly, it doesn't taste too bad. Why, why, Why do people say that? Their body is rejecting the food. They're throwing up. You know what? It's really good. Oh, my God. It's delicious. You are not going to convince me of that. You're lying. Just like these people that eat that, uh, the high meat, you know, the meat that's turned into a sludge after after sitting out for a year. Or that meat that was covered in maggots. Yeah, it's, it's good. Really surprised how good Fox is. The question is. Oh, I think the jaw's locked closed. I don't know if we should do this. Trying to pry open the fox's mouth and get to its tongue. Mm, not sure about that. <laughs> what about the nose? No, the tongue. No, tongue. I don't know where this tongue's been. He's trying to he's trying to clean off the tongue. First of all, the tongue is all dried. Got dirt and bugs on it. Oh. Oh well. This just think about it. It's like it's it's the exposed meat. It's the easiest thing, I think, for bugs to get into. Oh. This is bad. So I'm just, I'm just gonna bite this, the tongue. I'm just gonna bite the tongue straight off. It's so tough. <laughs> oh, it's so tough. <laughs> oh, no. I can see, hear things very riffy. <sighs> He's really trying to uh, tear that thing off. <sighs> and he's got a really big chunk of it in his mouth. He's sucking my teeth. <laughs> oh, man. I bit... I bit Fox's tongue off. I bit Fox's tongue off. Oh. Well, it wasn't much of a challenge. The fox was dead. It's not like you were in battle with the fox. Right. <laughs> Should I chew this up or just yeah, swallow it? Chew it, up. it is so chewy. Wow, chewy. <laughs> really chewy. He swallowed it. <sighs> and he's gagging. Oh. That's really good, too. Wow. Like beef jerky. I wonder if this guy has tried foreskin. Wow. So, uh, took a couple of healthy bites up the leg and, uh, and bit his tongue off. Um, I'll call it a day. Like the video, subscribe to my channel. Yeah, I, I hope this guy has millions of views. I mean, that's the only way this would be worth it, right? He's making some sweet, sweet Google money. All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news right now. If you like Distorted View Daily, please consider signing up and becoming a member of the Sideshow. That is DV's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. We started DV, the podcast, back in December of 2004. There are thousands and thousands of past shows for you to listen to in the archives. More importantly, every week I do new exclusive shows. Yesterday, I just did a Sideshow exclusive podcast, and we'll be doing another one tomorrow. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. This is how I make my living, so please, if you like the show, consider supporting it. I'm not asking for anything outrageous, like a private jet. My last name isn't Dollar. Did we go over that, by the way, when we were talking about uh, the the pastor looking to raise $65 million for the jet? His name is Creflo Dollar. There's no way that is his real last name. That's something he picked out, and it just, it sums up what he's after. It's so fucking transparent. It's kind of like rappers, you know? Rappers, 
are all about money. And so a lot of times their rap names are like Tracks a Million, G Money, Sauce Money, Doughboys Cash Out, Bitty Cent, Stack Bundles. Creflo Dollar should have just went the rest of the way and, and named himself Creflo Scam the Infirm, Creflo Fork Over the Cheddar, Creflo Black Exploitation. I mean, his congregation is pretty much all black. All right. Uh, so, yes, if you like the sort of you daily, please consider supporting the show. Superfreakshow.com is the website to sign up. Other ways to support DV, we've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash Distorted View, where you can pledge as little as a dollar. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up, growing up, my one of my favorite video games was Sim City because I'm a big dork. Everyone else was playing, like, Doom or Quake. I was building my metropolis. I I don't know. There's something just about, like, uh, being playing God, basically. I built this, and I see the people of my city going to work, taking mass transit. You all love your lives, don't you? Pollution is low. Crime is low. The God has provided a utopia. But God giveth. And God taketh away. And then there would be sudden devastation. Fires, tornadoes, earthquakes, plane crashes. I would love to like double, triple up the disasters. In a blink of the eye, their lives have been turned upside down and now they have got nothing. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I like to do. And then The Sims came out. And that uh, really opened up new ways to torture fake video game characters because you know SimCity you're really just you're supposed to be playing like the mayor but uh, in the Sims you sort of zoom in and instead of uh, taking care of a whole city you're taking care of one person or a family or whatever and that is when you can really let your inner psycho out to play oh yeah it's fun to like not feed your Sims keep them angry all the time or whatever or you can really torture the motherfuckers do weird shit to them, build a house, and then uh, lock them in one of the rooms, like build a wall instead of a door, just watch them piss themselves and crave food, (laughs) shit like that. I went on Reddit to see what other people are doing to torture their Sims. Um, One woman, I guess a neighbor, stole my food that I paid for at a festival. I invited her over planning to lock her in a room and let her die, but then her husband was walking by, so I locked her in a room with the bare necessities (laughs) in a large window looking into my Sims' bedroom. Then I seduced her husband while she watched, and I let her go. Maybe you'll pay for your own food now. It's just so much fun to control the fate of other people. Well, how would you feel about being able to pay to control multiple aspects of another person's life? A new app is offering you the chance to do just that. It's called God. When writer Brandon Wong recently couldn't decide what takeaway to order one evening, he asked his followers on social media to choose for him. Those that wanted to get involved in the 24-year-old's dinner dilemma paid $5 to vote in a poll. The majority verdict was that he should go for Korean food, and so that's what he bought. And he ate for fucking free because everyone who was... Voting paid $5. Now he, now he can just sort of make this his full-time job. You control my life. We set up a poll. Anytime you want to vote, you pay $5. Sure, you can make like 100 or 200 bucks a day doing that. Good God. I really feel like an old person now because I kind of thought like, oh, if I want to get money from my listeners, I have to provide them with something like Bonus shows, archives. Like, I have to give them something in exchange for money. That's how business has been done for thousands of years, basically. Not anymore. Now you just sort of ask for money and people give it to you. Or you ask them, like, their opinions. And instead of you paying them because they're giving you their opinion, they pay you. Oh, the world's gone topsy-turvy. 12 o'clock is ground beef. Hamburger is midnight. All right, uh, yes, those that want to get involved with the 24-year-old's dinner paid $5. Oh, that's right, so he uh, he got Korean food. I couldn't decide between Chinese or Korean, so it was very helpful, said Mr. Wong. I've also used Nunu, oh, that's the social media app, I guess, uh, to decide what clothes I should wear that day and lots of other personal stuff. 
I joined back in March, and I post polls three or four times a week. I've now had more than 1,700 total votes. So if he charges $5 to vote in a poll, 1,700 votes equal about $8,500. That's what he made working. And his job is just being indecisive. What should I wear today? Boom, another $1,000 in his pocket. Because people like to boss others around. You need to wear the blue button-up shirt. No, you need to wear the Supreme T-shirt. Nunu is the brainchild. Nunu is the brainchild of Los Angeles-based entrepreneur Courtney Smith. Yap, which is... Wasn't she on Allie McBeal? Courtney Thorne Smith. Uh, the app, which is still in its beta or pre-full release stage. By the way, that's my natural state. I'm always in pre-full release. I'm always just about ready to blow. Uh, it describes itself as a human stock market where you buy shares in the lives of real people in order to control their decisions and watch the outcome. That sounds so fucking dystopian, doesn't it? Yet when I was reading that line, uh, the first thing I thought was, oh my God, this might be a, a way to make some extra money with my listeners. And then I quickly realized what type of listeners I have and what you would be doing to me or making me do. It's just, it, it, I don't think it would be good for me mentally or emotionally. For many, that sounds a bit ominous. Yeah, but the reality is actually far less alarming, according to the app creator, of course. Uh, it is aimed at what it calls creators, writers, painters, musicians, fashion designers, bloggers, podcasters. It's designed as a way for them to connect far more closely with their fans or followers than on other social media services and importantly, monetize that connection. Guys, I am all for monetizing shit. I need cash. It's my money and I need it now. I just feel like monetizing everything is a bad idea in the sense that there's going to be monetization burnout from people who's actually paying for stuff. Every fucking thing I watch or do, I need to pay for in, in some way, shape, or form. Now that includes polls. I can't answer a poll without forking over cash. Yes, it's ironic coming from me, a content creator who is charging for part of his product. But uh, I, I just want you to know, I am <laughs> <laughs> Where's the serious music? <laughs> Guys, I just got fired from my job at Disney World today. I think it has something to do with my rape Donald Duck up the ass prank video I filmed here a few days ago. Guy in the costume didn't care for it. Disney corporate sent an email saying I can no longer work here. What was I going to say now? Oh, uh, yes. You know, I, I do have to charge for... <laughs> For distorted view, you know, for the sideshow. But I've only ever raised the price once, and it's just because of these fucking merchant fees. Everyone wants a cut. You know, the sideshow's been around for 15 years. One price hike is not that bad, I think. Still, it's a an incredible value. Superfreaksideshow.com. All right, uh, let's get back to the story here. Mr. Wong, who writes fiction on the Wattpad website. Is that what it's called? Wat Wattpad? Uh, has also used new new votes to decide on what genre to write about next, plus character names and plot developments. Whenever a vote is cast, the creator gets the money minus new news undisclosed commission. The creator sets the question in a choice of two answers. Their followers get to vote and can pay to do so as many times as they like. They don't get their money back regardless of which way the results go. In addition to voting, followers can also pay extra from $20 to ask a creator to do something of their own choosing, such as naming a character in a book after them. But the creator can reject all of those bids, and if they do, then the follower doesn't have to part with their money. I see. It's actually not that bad of an app idea. Now that I just shit on it and told you guys what a fucking scam it was, I think I, think I might start using it. You can vote on potential news stories or topics. Sounds like an awesome idea for me. Uh, while other apps such as Wishbone ask members of the public to vote on things, Nunu says that what it offers, the chance to pay to vote on aspects of a person's work and personal life, is unique. Nunu is new. Nunu, 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 and currently has fewer than 100 creators on board. But uh, will it have mass appeal? Social media expert Matt Navarra says he isn't sure. 
Nunu feels a bit like if TikTok met reality TV Big Brother. It feels a little gimmicky, and I wonder if the novelty value will be short-lived. Yet if choosing what outfit a stranger wears gives Generation Z a buzz, then it could be on to something. Guys, I would not invest heavily in this company if you think it's a good idea because it's it's such a simple concept. Facebook will steal it and incorporate it into their site in a matter of like weeks. Their poll, it's polling that you pay for to vote. It's it's not really I, I don't feel it's uh worth now all of a sudden I'm I'm a very thoughtful industry thinker here, but uh it, it this is more of a feature than it is a full blue map. So I'm sorry, this shark will not be investing. Mark Cuban, what do you have to say? All right, second story we have for you today. Oh, no. Goop is in the news. Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy candle strikes again. Oh, and look, for this story, we need to go to Texas. We're going to Texas. That's my favorite part. What do you got? Here we go. It's like a slow Miss Piggy. Hi-ya! All right. Uh, <laughs> a man in Texas is suing Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle company, Goop, over a vagina-scented candle. You know the one. He says it exploded and became engulfed in high flames after burning for a few hours. Does that have something to do with Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy pH balance? Maybe it's out of whack. Or she secretes kerosene or something. In the class action complaint... Oh, I love there might be a class action lawsuit against Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy. Wow, she really is responsible for a lot of firsts. I don't think anyone has ever had their vagina be part of a class action lawsuit before. Her cunt is that dangerous. (laughs) We need to put a recall on Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy. Chris Martin, you may be entitled to millions. Have you had vaginal contact with Gwyneth Paltrow? Gwyneth Spunani has been linked to fiery explosions and poses a serious risk of burns. If you or a loved one have had intercourse or performed cunnilingus on Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy, call the Levenge Group today. You may be entitled to substantial compensation. Don't wait. Call now. Look, I am not a smart person, as you can tell by that last bit. Sometimes I try to follow the news and I get into it for a while, but lately, I, you know, I've got other stuff on my plate. So I know something's going on between the Israelis and the Palestinians. I'm not sure whose side I'm supposed to be on. I feel like America is always rah, 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 Israel. But uh, a lot of these videos, when I'm looking, even when I'm looking for stuff for the show, I'm looking, you know, looking for freak out videos. You know, when I look for a, a public freak out video, I'm, I mean, like, you know, an angry woman at a 7-Eleven screaming the N-word and stuff. That's funny to me. That's DV material. But now, like, mixed in with that stuff, it's like 20,000 videos of Palestinians being blown up. Kind of hard not to feel bad for them. Anyway, my point, and here comes the offensive part, I see a lot of videos of explosions. What if it's not the Israelis? What if... It was just like a huge trend to buy these Gwyneth Paltrow candles and they all are ending up exploding. Or maybe like Gwyneth Paltrow's company Goop had a surplus of the vagina candles after the initial news stories and notoriety and novelty of the idea of like buying Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy scented candle wore off. She was left with a warehouse full of these things and just to get rid of them cheaply, they, they, you know, they sold them in the Middle East for pennies on the dollar. Is a big write-off for Gwyneth Paltrow. Now they're all exploding. Palestinians are blaming Israelis. This bitch is starting an international incident. I knew one day she would be responsible for a fucking war. I've been warning you guys for years about Gwyneth Paltrow. No one listens to me. All right. Uh, in the class action complaint filed Monday, Colby Watson said he purchased a $75 candle called This smells like my vagina from Goop's website in January. Watson said he lit the candle for the first time on his nightstand in February. This has got to be a gay guy, right? I I can't imagine a straight guy is purchasing Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy candle. 
you know, at first it kind of sounds like a manly thing to do. Like, yeah, I want to smell what her pussy stinks like. Mmm, notes of mayonnaise. But, I, you know, I don't think a straight guy would spend $75 on a candle and put it on his nightstand. That just sounds fruity. Plus, his name is Colby. This just screams gay. All right, Watson said he lit the candle for the first time on his nightstand in February when it allegedly exploded and became engulfed in high flames. Oh, my God. The candle queefed. He lit Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy fart on fire. Oh, Lord. All right. It exploded and became engulfed in high flames after burning for about three hours. A warning. On, why, why would you burn it for that? I guess he fell asleep. The warning on the vagina scented candle advises users not to burn it for more than two hours. Oh, I think he's out of gas then. Still, candles should not explode like that. Watson acknowledged the limited warning on the Lifestyle Company's website, but claimed that Goop knew the candles were defective. He added that the blaze left a black burn ring on his nightstand, and the jar containing the candle was now charred and black. No injuries were reported, though. We're confident this claim is frivolous and an attempt to secure an outsized payment from a press-heavy product. We stand behind the brand we carry and the safety of the products we sell, a Goop representative said. Watson is seeking a jury trial and triple compensation as well as punitive damages of more than $5 million for him and others who, through uh, no fault of their own, purchased defective and dangerous pussy candles and lived to regret it. All right, we'll see what happens with that lawsuit. And finally today, freaks, an Iowa man faked his own death in a ruse to lure his ex-girlfriend to his apartment where he then entrapped her. Well, I think we know why she was his ex. He'd be crazy. She was probably like, thank God he's dead. I can finally go back to his apartment and gather the rest of my stuff that I was too afraid to go get, you know, when he was alive. All right. An Iowa man faked his own death in a ruse to lure his ex-girlfriend to his apartment where he uh, then entrapped her. It gets worse. And a teenage girl with a replica BB gun. Zach Lee Smith. Three names. 20 of Sioux City is charged with two felony counts of false imprisonment. To a spokesman with the city's police department. Police said Smith's con included posing as his father and then writing emails to his former sweetheart, informing her that Smith had died by suicide and he wanted her to pick up possessions. I knew it from his apartment. Smith also allegedly used a BB gun that resembled a real gun. Authorities said Smith used lies and manipulations. Oh my God, I'm pretty sure that's uh, a direct quote from Rio, who was Jem's boyfriend on Jem and the Holograms, that old 80s cartoon that I'm obsessed with. Uh, Because, you know, Jem is the same person as Jerrica, her alter ego. And uh, so Rio is dating Jerrica, but he doesn't know that she's also Jem. And, uh, and, you know, Jem has to, like, sneak around a lot and he got real upset and he's like I don't like lies and I don't like manipulation which is a big word to be using on a children's cartoon you know watched by seven year olds there's some heavy concepts on that show anyway I digress authorities said Smith used lies and manipulation to get his 18 year old ex-girlfriend inside the apartment police who said they learned of Smith's scheme Tuesday night said the terrifying experience was all too real to his alleged victims Screams could be heard in the apartment as the door opened, and the 15-year-old and the 18-year-old fled, said Sergeant Jeremy McClure. He's a spokesman with the Sioux City Police. Moments before, at around 10.34 p.m., officers were led to the apartment by the younger teen's brother, McClure said. Once police were near, Smith let out the young woman and the teen. The ex-girlfriend and her friend told cops Smith could be found in a bathroom with a weapon. Smith then stepped outside and was arrested. McClure said Smith's former girlfriend and her teenage friend were found unharmed and had been forced to stay at Smith's apartment against their will for between 30 minutes and an hour. Oh, God. A real hostage situation here. 30 whole minutes. I've taken longer shits than that. Teenagers are so whiny. While Smith didn't point the BB gun at them, he displayed it and flicked the safety up and down. Once in the apartment, Smith's alleged victims were shocked to see he was alive. He then locked them inside. 
Smith was booked into the Woodbury County Jail on Wednesday and released the same day. His bond was $7,500, which doesn't seem enough. Look, that bond should have been way higher. Smith could not be reached for comment. It was unclear whether he had an attorney. Again, like this stupid news story doesn't answer the question we all want to know. And that is like, why did he lure these girls back to his apartment? Did he want to get back with his ex-girlfriend? Did he want to try a thruple with the 15-year-old? I mean, why else would you invite a 15-year-old to your house? And, you know, hold her hostage. There was definitely going to be a sex angle there. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Tuesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, I love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. And facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Don't forget, we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Use that as your invite in because you need an invite. It's a very exclusive club. Become one of my buddies today. Click on that motherfucking link. All right. Sorry, I sound like shit today. But yeah, today. Uh, I love that <laughs> Glee porn song that you play sometimes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think we did that on, uh, what, Tuesday's show, maybe? Uh, Monday? I, I assume it's between... Uh, God, I don't remember their names in Glee. I know one of them is... Finn. Finn was one of the characters. Is Rachel in Glee, and the other one is the actor, Cory Monteith. Yeah, He's dumb. the one that died of an overdose. But when you play that song... It We're sounds, getting a little uh, Glee background info here. It's like uh, Butt Fun Sunday, Cory. So I can't hear that uh, Glee porn song without thinking of... Oh, you think the guy singing sounds like Corey? <laughs> that, that's Corey that. from Butt Punch Sunday uh, singing it. So yeah. that always makes me laugh. Hey, if you like Level 80 Cat Ladies artwork, which is featured routinely in our album artwork, you're probably looking at it right now if you're checking out the chapter artwork. Uh, and you want something drawn for yourself, like a little avatar or something for the Discord, check out Level 80 Cat Ladies uh, Patreon account. Very talented artist. She's done a lot of stuff for me. Can't thank her enough for that. A lot of the DV stickers we sold in the store uh, were her design. Again, a lot of the uh, artwork I'm now using, Love Lady Cat Lady. So she's a great artist, and uh, she would love to do you if you give her some money. Not a lot of money. It doesn't take a lot. Check it out, patreon.com. There's a link on the uh, show notes today uh, for Love Lady Cat Lady's Patreon. Hey, Jimmy Boo, it's Rob from Texas here. Um, I am uh, calling for two things. One, I like how you made fun of me, my idea for posting the show for the next day around midnight. <laughs> I was waiting for you to call back in. Uh, and then you started doing it, and you like it. Uh, I knew you'd like it. <laughs> yeah, I had a great idea, didn't I? That's why I said it. I don't really give a shit what day you say it is. But I knew you would like it, and that's why I called. Um, yes, well, um, it, it was your idea. Don't get me wrong. You got in my head. I was I, honestly, I, I think about it every once in a while. You know uh, how silly it is. But then I was like, it doesn't matter. It's just you know, I post the show every day. It doesn't matter what day I say it is. It, you know, people don't even listen to the podcast on the same day I post it. Sometimes, you know. But you're right. You're right in the sense that it's dumb to post a. You know, I ended up posting like a Tuesday show on Wednesday, you know, in, in the early hours of the morning. It just it was dumb. I agree. And in the past, you know, we used to uh, post the show very early in the morning. And then sometimes uh, I would go through phases where I would post the show in the afternoon or late afternoon. It, it just it just sort of depends on um, when I'm comfortable doing the show because, you know, I got to sit down. Believe it or not, this show takes a lot uh, a long time to do. You're probably saying, why Why exactly does it take long? But it does for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I'm just really bad at podcasting, but it takes a, lo it takes a long time for me to do the show. Hours and hours. Um, so now I'm, uh, I'm recording the show basically right before I post it. So, you know, I, I'm doing the show right now. I'm, I'm Right now, at the very moment I'm talking to you, it's uh, 1040 p.m. So today's show will be posted right after midnight. Uh, but yes, thank you for that suggestion. That happens a lot, by the way. Someone suggests something that I say stupid, and then I think about it a little longer. Then I do it, and I take credit for it. How far behind are you on freeze-eyed voicemail now? 
Yeah, that's the next problem. We'll get to that in just a second because I'm going to play some uh, voicemails. <laughs> on the... uh, yeah, love you, Timmy. Yeah, it just so happens I would um, I was getting a bunch of uh, Patreon calls in. We're 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 in February, mid February, I would say, with uh, the standard voicemail line. So I'm going to try to uh, catch up, and we're going to start right now with this call. Jamie Boo, what it do? This is feminine firm. Had a question. <laughs> I was listening to your episode about the origination of the shit dildo. Yeah. Anyway, has anyone ever thought about sending in a clone a willy shit dildo to you? I don't like that idea. So what you're saying is someone takes a shit, a big hard shit, and then uses the clone a willy kit, but instead of cloning their penis, they coat the the dildo with the clone a willy kit, and they send me that mold. I hate that idea so much. And I know now someone is going to do that. Remember earlier I was like, people send me their pubic hair. They don't, they don't buy me cars. In this case, I would be happy with the pubic hair, I think. The shit dildos. Hi, Tim. I was listening to your February 11th show. And yes. you were complaining about that Batman Robin guy who was talking about... Oh, I don't know, seeing orange colored sky. And that is a actually a recording of another song. Fuck, I messed this up. You know what? It's okay because I don't um I don't know what the hell you're talking about. So that's great. She never called back in. Do you guys know what she's talking about? Batman and Robin Orange. Hey Tim, it's solid. Uh calling up saying uh about uh what I like about distorted view daily. Okay. Um well, first and foremost, comforts. Oh, we haven't done uh, a lot of comforts recently. I should, uh, I'll, I'll make a mental note of that one. Um, very insensitive reenactments. Need oh. to do more of those. Yes, people love insensitive reenactments. They are time consuming. You know, the the inspiration for <laughs> the inspiration for insensitive reenactments is uh, what I did right before uh, the podcast started. So in like two thousand three. I did uh, four episodes of Distorted View Daily that I just posted on my website. And I think they're somewhere they're somewhere on the sideshow. And if not, I will post them. But the format was similar to this show in that we read uh, I read uh, crazy news stories, but they were more it was more like an audio sketch show almost because every news story would lead into a sketch that was either directly or loosely based on it. Kind of like an insensitive reenactment. And then sometimes the sketches would go into one another or call back the other news stories. And st- it was really weird. I should find those. And then I think it was like an hour-long show, maybe. And in the middle, I actually played music. Like, I, I got the rights or I asked permission from these bands. Like, can I play music in the middle? It was the weirdest show, format-wise. Because instead of a commercial break, we would take a, a music break. And I got to feature some music that I like that I'm sure all of you would be like, oh, that's just that's typical Tim crap. <laughs> this is so what Tim would would play for us. Like that pop rock shit from the 90s, early two early 2000s. Maybe I'll find all of them. There's only four. I think I think I only did four. And then I stopped for a while, started doing some video stuff, and then the podcast started. So uh, we consider that season three of Distorted View. First is when I started out and did did stuff for the Real Talk Network when I was 17, 18. And then uh, season two was Tell Me. Season three was whatever the fuck I was just talking about there. The weird show with the music and the sketches. And then uh, now we're we're in season four (laughs) of Distorted View. It's been going on for nearly 20 years now. It's a long Long ass season. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, I'm tired. I'm sorry. Um, hey, pop into the Discord. Let us know if you need any extra voices. I do voice talent. Oh. I'm pretty sure Vlad does voice talent. You know what? I never think of that. But yeah, occasionally when I'm doing those little uh, stupid bits and uh, I could use an extra voice or two, yeah, maybe I'll pop in the Discord and ask you guys for help. Thank you for the offer. All right, uh, let's end it right there. That's all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail on for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Oh, man, I bet. 
a bit fucks his tongue off. Right the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Tomorrow's program is going to be Sideshow exclusive, so it is a great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Friday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Eventually, you may find you can release tremendously intense excitement and pleasure through these rolling sounds. Like this. Ha! Or it may be more like. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.